Welcome to Otaku American. This is Mike Fresh here. I just received, as of today, I received my Surface Pro 3 on um, the 28th. Today I'm recording this is the 30th. Uh, so I received it on the 28th. Um, and I was pretty stoked about it. Uh, I've seen all the different reviews. I've read uh, different reviews. I did all kinds of things. Watched uh, hands-on impressions from other people and things of that nature. So I had something, I had some expectations. Not lofty ones, but expectations nonetheless. Uh, and I would have to say most of my expectations for this device have been met. Uh, I know some of the limitations in regards to, uh, not necessarily limitations on the device itself. There are little tiny things that could be done uh, hardware-wise. We won't know, we won't have those iterations, um, those tweaks uh, hardware-wise until the following one that comes out. Most likely not, the track record that they'd be going with uh, Surface Pros is next year's Surface Pro. But as a whole, I think it's a very good uh device uh i will say this if you are the type of person that play that uh is a tablet person or a computer person in which you surf the web you watch youtube you do regular stuff on your computer uh check your email that kind of thing i would suggest that this device this device is not for you this device is primarily for people who are productive with their computers, you know, people who intend on using Microsoft Office or uh, Corel's uh, system suite, uh, productivity suite, or even uh, artists who use uh, pens, well, uh, uses pens and easels like the Wacom or the Intuit uh, systems. So those people, it works just great for them. Or people who edit different types of photos and things of that nature. I think it's good for that also. Um, as a whole, like I said, it's not meant for your average user. Your average user is never gonna use it to its full capacity. Uh, they have a better chance of just using a regular tablet as opposed to just going out and buying something that's eight, no less than like eight. Well, to be honest with you, Base price is $800, $799.99 and higher for something that you intend on using just like a regular tablet. So you might as well just buy a regular tablet uh, as opposed to getting the uh, Surface Pro 3. Now when I say that, I don't mean it that, I don't say it in a way that it's bad. It's like a bad device. It's actually a very good device. I think it's a very, uh, for people who carry around a laptop or Ultrabook, uh, well, Ultrabook or an MacBook Air and a tablet. And for those people who are artists, it works out great. Because instead of having three different devices, you have one device that can do all these different things. Uh, now, if you're not a Windows user, then you may have an issue. Or if you're not, primarily if you're not a Windows user. Like I've been using um, OS 10 for a while now and I'm familiar with Chrome OS for Chromebooks and things of that nature. So to go back to Windows, which I haven't used in a while, 
it's a little bit of a win learning curve because I believe the last Windows device I have, I have a, a, a PC and uh, recently I had gotten, aside from the mask, um, Microsoft Surface Pro 3, I have recently also gotten a Lenovo desktop. So I've pretty much, I pretty much dove in head first in, back into the Windows game as opposed for Windows 8.1 and possibly Windows 10 when that eventually comes out. So, but that being said, the Surface Pro that I got was the lower end model because like I said, I'm not really all that familiar with Windows. I'm just now getting back into the Windows game as a whole. So I got the base model of the uh, Surface Pro, which is the 64 gig um, model. It has an i3 processor and it has four gigs of uh, memory. Uh, it's a solid state drive, um, SSD, 64 gigs. The memory, like I said, is four gigs. The display is a 12 inch clear uh, type full HD display. Resol resolution 2160 by 1440, uh, a 3-2 uh, aspect ratio. Um, so the processor, like I said, is the Intel uh, i3. Um, it has the most recent Bluetooth. It has uh, one USB uh, 3.0 slot as a micro SD card slot, uh, headphone jack, and um, you know, charging port and a cover port and a mini display port. Um, the thing about it is, uh, for tablets wise, the fact that it has a USB port and a mini display port and the charging, the charging port is different from the previous versions, make it a big plus. Uh, another thing that makes it a big plus is the fact that it has a um, micro USB micro SD card reader the reason why these things are a big deal is because Microsoft has decided to pin well place this device opposite the mic uh, the MacBook Pro the MacBook um, Air the MacBook Air does not have a it doesn't have an SD card slot and um, a few other things uh, MacBook it has an 11 inch model um, and it has a 13 inch model but neither model is full HD, so an aspect ratio is more of a your tr traditional laptop. But um, aside from those things, uh, the Surface Pro, um, those things are actually very big uh, deals. The audio speakers on the Surface Pro is in front of the, uh, on the front, it faces you. And they're kind of, you have to kind of really look for them. They're like really thin and they're on the upper left and upper right hand corners really of the display itself. Uh, the sound, I've noticed the sound is actually pretty good, but at the same time, it's, it's your stock speakers in your device. So the only device I've ever used that actually had very good speakers was my current device that I use as a phone. And that's the HTC M8, but at the same time, the HTC phones M7 and M8, uh, their marketing ploy was having um, what with the M7 having uh, Beats um, audio, and with the M8 having basically the same thing, which not necessarily Beats, but having the front-facing speakers. So the only, like I said, the only device I've ever used in which had a very good speakers were. Um, the uh, HTC uh, system but the good thing about the Surface Pro to go back to the Surface Pro the good thing about the Surface Pro is 
that it can run. It's a full laptop. Um, it can run. It runs Windows 8.1. Um, so most of your, if you're already using Windows 8.1 and you have different app uh, applications that you run on that um, system, you can run that same system on your Microsoft Surface Pro 3. Um, by doing, by saying that, if you have, you can sign in to your Surface Pro 3 like you would sign in to your regular computer. So most of the different uh, settings you have set up for your computer itself will automatically transfer over to um, the Surface Pro 3. Of course, you got to wait for it to download. I I wouldn't necessarily suggest doing that if you have the lower end. If you have like the 120 gig or the 250 gig um, systems, then I would suggest doing that because you have more space to play around with. But with the 64 gig, I wouldn't really suggest that because, of course, like most people know, the system, when you buy the uh, computer, the computer has to have space dedicated for your operating system and things of that nature. So if it's like 64, you probably only have like maybe 40 gigs to play with. So I know with the 256 uh, system, 256 gig system, you have roughly a little over 200 gigs to play around with. So you figure you scale that back down to the 64 and you're probably, it's probably taking about 20, 25 gigs off of your 64. So yeah, you don't have a lot of space, but the good thing about this system is you have a SD card slot, mini micro SD card slot and a USB 3.0 um, port. So that's a, some of the good things about it. You can, you know, of course you can, um, you can connect most monitors to the Surface Pro 3 with the mini display port. So, as a whole, I think that, you know, I've only played around with the thing for about maybe a day or so. Uh, today would be that second full day of playing around with it. Um, to compare it to, see, for me, to compare the Surface Pro 3 to a, let's say, regular lap, uh, regular um, tablet, is an unfair fight just like comparing it to the MacBook Air is kind of unfair also because the MacBook Air doesn't allow for a lot of the things that the Surface Pro does so it's not like you can really compare A to A or B to B it's like you know comparing apples to oranges really there's certain things the Surface Pro does like if we compare it directly from it being like a um an ultrabook comparing ultrabook to the uh air the macbook air then yeah i can see that comparison or if you compare it in its tablet form to like let's say um the nexus 9 or even the uh, ipad air then i can see that comparison but to compare it to strictly everything it does to these devices by themselves i think it's kind of un unfair really like i said i um when i um turn on the system i immediately downloaded chrome um uh, uh, google chrome so i rarely use ie so i've seen that a lot of people have issues with ie on the um not a lot of people but there are a few people that come up and say that they have issues with the uh ie on the system but as a whole uh, i from what my first impressions of it is actually pretty good uh, I like the display. The display looks beautiful. 
Uh, I like the responsiveness with using the stylus or using my finger to tap on different things, um, that kind of stuff. The only issue I have in regards to that with the display is sometimes the ratio aspects are a little bit different. Like when you go from system, to, from application to application, some of them utilize it better than others. But after a while, that will start changing and you'll start having more um, a better um, the people designing applications for it to have a better feel for it so that's you know it's relatively new technology for the most part so but um, that'll change but as a whole oh one of the best things I find myself doing with this thing is um, playing uh, is using OneNote OneNote is their note taking uh, application and on the stylus itself, it has a purple button, which is indicative of the, the one note being also purple. You click on it, and it, if it's on standby, or if you're doing something else, if you need to write something, jot something down real quick, click on that button, it goes automatically to one note. And then you just write. Like how you write in real life, or how you would write on a piece of paper, it comes out on the uh, screen itself. There's a little bit of a, um, a lag, you could say, but it's nothing that's that crazy, to be honest with you. So, but as a whole, um, I would, as of right now, I would give it a pretty decent score. Um, well, I don't want to score it, but as of right now, I think it's a very good uh, device. I don't believe a person who uh, just surfs the web or anything to that effect should be um, necessarily using it. Or purchasing it because it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty pricey device for a person who just your average computer user. But for the people who are more or less like a um, uh, who are artists or like I said earlier in this uh, early in this episode, who are artists or who are people who intend on doing productivity because you can run straight uh, Microsoft Office or um, the Corel stuff, or um, Photoshop. Um, those applications can run on here pretty nicely. Uh, when you're trying to, I wouldn't suggest doing video editing or anything like that, or playing um, games that demand a lot from a graphics card, or uh, games that push out a lot of graphics, because the system will get hot and the fan will get really loud. Which, you know, it's not really saying a lot because I know Ultrabooks and the MacBook um, Air does the same thing to some extent. So it's not really a deal breaker, but it's definitely not, you know, it's not meant for you to play like Call of Duty on. Like you can play like Warcraft 2, you can play like RTS games, you can play like um, certain types of role-playing role games, that kind of thing. Um, but it's not meant for you to play like first person shooters and things like that. I, I do have Spore on there, but that's more or less to like design. Um, like if you're not familiar with Spore, Spore is a game that's, um, no, Project Spore, I'm sorry. Project Spore is a game that's available on the, um, it's available on Xbox One and it allows you to create your own game and then play in it and play other people's games. So I find that it's easier to use maybe a stylus or something like that, or even a Surface Pro to play that game. But um, 
I'm going to play around for this uh, with this thing for about a month or so, and then I'm going to come out with an actual review and how I feel, really feel about it. But right now, this is just my this is my first impression of the Microsoft Surface Pro Three. So, you guys have a great day. Uh, more episodes are coming up shortly. Uh, so, thanks for listening.